Hello, I'm Mark Rako, CEO of Mouth Media Network. We play a role in helping businesses grow and succeed. We produce business-to-business podcasts and podcast-formatted internal communication solutions for enterprise brands. While our studio is fully operational, like many, I'm working and recording this from home. And at this moment in the time of the COVID-19 or coronavirus pandemic and now national emergency, growing and succeeding in business has become more difficult for almost everybody and a formidable challenge for many business leaders. This is a tough time. And in the spirit of we're all in this together, we at Mouth Media assembled some experts to cover a few key issues business leaders are likely to encounter as a result of the coronavirus emergency. Aside from the physical health risks stoked by coronavirus, there's another byproduct of the pandemic that's potentially terrifying, the social impact of isolation and quarantines. And given the number of people directed and electing to work from home, social distancing becomes both a personal challenge as well as an important business concern. From London, here's crucial input from social entrepreneur and author of The Simplicity Principle, Julia Halbsbaum. Uh, Julia, thanks so much for taking time in the midst of everything. I know you're very busy uh, in in high demand uh, and uh, trying to live your own life and navigate the coronavirus outbreak uh, in in the UK. You're in London, uh, so uh, but I appreciate you taking time to to share with us some of your insights. My pleasure. It's good to be with you. And yes, what a what a strange time. The world is genuinely united at this moment by this uh, virus. Let's hope that's one of the byproducts of this unfortunate thing is that it leaves us just a tiny bit more united than we were before that. Maybe that's something positive. So, Julia, I'd love to start with this. How can employers learn to embrace remote work and maintain engagement? I mean, this is a reality. There are being employers are asking employees to work elsewhere, big companies like Google. Um, employees are asking to work from home. Entrepreneurs are changing the dynamics of how they're dealing with people and doing more work remotely during this time. So how can employers and really entrepreneurs, industry leaders really embrace remote work, maintain engagement and find a way to make this work for them instead of hurt them? Well, it's, it's a great question. I think the first thing to say is, of course, in this dreadful moment that everyone is in, um, those people that can work from home, be paid to work from home, have flexibility built into the delivery of what they do are, in fact, the lucky ones. So we must take a moment, I think, to feel um, appreciation and sorrow for those people in the gig economy or in the front line of of services. I just want to put that out there. Um, The truth is, I do think this presents quite an interesting opportunity for a reset. Reset is a feature of what I talk about in my book as one of the six key pillars to achieve simplicity in a complex world and to achieve what I call social health, which is the best of connected behavior in the digital era. What I mean by that is let's be honest that quite a lot of mission creep and meeting-itis and ultra-platform 
multi-dimensions has crept into the world of work. And so whilst I wouldn't wish this situation on any of us, I believe there are tiny little silver linings. And perhaps one of them is that there's nothing like clarity and focus to up productivity if you cut away all of that complex, you know, the meeting on the other side of town and waiting for so-and-so and you've got to download this, that and the other document. So I hope that a bit of clarity and prioritization will be one benefit. The other thing I think I should say is that good leaders are great at being resilient and adaptable. And my goodness, this is a moment for that. I have absolutely no doubt that good leaders are going to show their people that it is possible to succeed using technology and also that this is temporary. I mean, it is going to be temporary. It just might be long temporary. It's more than a holiday weekend. It's more than a summer vacation. So I would say the resilience in lead of leaders is going to be helpful and actually the reset opportunity. You know, I saw a video uh, from uh, FUBU founder and Shark Tank star Damon John, who uh, was talking about those that are now working from home. Uh, this is not a time, in his words, I'm paraphrasing, to say, hey, I have an extra two or three hours a day because I don't have commute time or whatever. So now I can watch more TV or I can sleep or I can do this or I can do that. Here's an opportunity to grow. Use this time to learn a new language, a new skill, to improve your your uh, your skill set, your knowledge base, uh, perhaps grow as a professional, as a person. So I like to put that to you and say, with all due respect to, to Dame John, what, what, what do you think about that? Is is that an opportunity? Is that smart because we don't know, you know, what people will become redundant or downsized or and you could be one of those people and take the time yeah. or, or is it healthy to, to use that as an opportunity for reset, as, as you say, and perhaps some reflective time. So the object of the exercise, I think is to calmly, get through this moment and to achieve more simplicity in a world that just got a lot more complicated. And the reason for that is that the human being needs a certain amount of stability. If we overload on stress, as in fact the workforce and the workplace has been doing for many years, which is why productivity is stagnant, which is why the cost of stress to the American economy alone is $300 billion. Uh, if we accept that... Um, this, this could be a moment, as I say, to reset. The only thing I would caution against is then immediately overcomplicating it. The reality is, why are people working from home in large numbers at this moment? It's because your country, my country, the world is gripped by a pandemic. And therefore, you have no idea what you're going to be dealing with day to day, hour by hour with your kids, with your partner, with your own health. So I wouldn't want to load people up with an expectation like it's the new year and everyone's got to have a resolution. However, I do think that it is very important to behave and think like you are still working. And I think that's possibly what he meant. And certainly as an entrepreneur, I run a business and I write and, and, and speak. And I've immediately using this as an opportunity to reset. 
in my case, I run an events business while we're moving a lot of that stuff onto webinar and tech-based stuff. So I wouldn't regard this as a moment necessarily for personal development when a lot of people's internal resources is just going to be going to coping, just going to be going to making sense of what is happening. But I would say don't rest on your laurels. Don't sort of veg out and think, oh, I'm going to tune out. It's all going to be great. Obviously, that is probably a high risk strategy. So I'm in between. That said, uh, I do think that sometimes you can be a lot more productive if you allow yourself some downtime. Thank you. So uh, as a business leader, one of the considerations always, especially if you have a large number of employees, but even with a, a modest number of employees, are two things. One is an eye on morale and how yeah. everything that goes on with the company and how that affects productivity, frankly, uh, and effectiveness of your path forward. And this, the second thing is uh, the sense of community within an organization yeah. and the way that people interact with each other. So the question I would have, you know, as you think about your your business leaders out there, how can they safeguard, well, first, first their own mental health, but also be thinking about the collective mental health of their community of employees uh, and, and in some cases, the community of their strategic partners or vendors Absolutely. or retailers uh, when we're so isolated from others at this moment, if working remotely or even just the way you're interacting with each other has an additional isolation. We won't shake hands. We'll bump elbows. We won't touch each other. We're staying a distance away from each other. We're having more virtual meetings, all those things. So my question is, is how do you not let that erode the community and morale that you have? Right. Well, interestingly, I think lots of things can be done. And I've been quite a critic of tech in my time. Anyone who reads my columns in Strategy and Business magazine and who's read or come across any of my work, you know, I'm a fan of the human in the machine age and not vice versa. But my goodness, this is a moment when I can think we can declare tech lashes over. We need and we love technology to keep us connected. And I would say that. Um, the town hall meeting that the CEO does, that could go to a webinar. The uh, standard email that a leader sends out to their workforce that might be occasional, make that regular. Uh, Keep communicating, keep connected. The other thing is to be clear, as any leader would be in a time of crisis, this is a time of global crisis, of national crisis, of local crisis. And what good leaders do is they say, we will get through it and we'll be on the other side of it because that's actually the truth. And that this will not be indefinite. It's, it's, it's about keeping it real. You know, I used to work with Mike Bloomberg a hundred years ago when he was just Mike Bloomberg before he worked in politics, actually. Um, and of course, I watched his, his, his career develop. And I was always impressed when he was mayor of New York that he did seem to be very, very open and communicative, even in a time of crisis. I remember when the plane landed on the Hudson and, um, you know, there was a tremendous amount of drama and what was happening. And 
often political leaders shy away in a moment of uncertainty and crisis because they don't know what's going to hit them, what's around the corner. Mike Bloomberg ran towards his audience and kept a running commentary of what was happening. Leaders need to give that running commentary. They need to say, I am not sure what's going on right now. This is the steps we're taking. This is the channel we've set up if you have any comments or queries. In some senses, this is similar to a mass change management program or even a mass, let's hope not, but redundancy consultations. There are lots of things in the HR and CEO playbook that can be customized for this moment. You know, it's interesting. You've you've mentioned the word reset, Julia, and I know that a certain number of people are going to look at this as an opportunity to unplug uh, because they are remote. It feels different. Um, maybe they can't handle all of it. They can't handle all of the, the bad news out there. They want to put their head in the sand. They want to, it feels different than being in the office, it, whatever it is. It could be an opportunity to unplug, but is there a cost to that? Is there a cost to being disassociated with the people in our environment? Uh, what do you think that business leaders, heads of brands should be thinking about in encouraging people to um, take care of themselves while at the same time remaining vigilant and paying attention to all of the communication channels they normally do? Well, I think... The most important thing is to realize that things have changed and will change and will be different after this, even if it's in a couple of months' time. Something seismic happens. We know um, we know from the experience of certain things in history, you know, the, it's never the same again afterwards. This is a once-in-a-generation moment. Uh, Let's hope. This situation certainly has not been experienced in pretty much anyone's lifetime. Um, so I think that a good leader understands that old maxim, when the facts change, I change my mind. And I've always been inspired by American business, and I've always been inspired by American leadership and business management. And I believe um, that great brands know how to turn on a dime and say, we did that then, and we're doing this now. So I also think that the office and working life has been changing. And this might be the tipping point. You know, we know really on some level that the end of the office has been coming about, partly through communication technology, partly through globalization, partly through changing patterns uh, and, and desires of the workforce. So this could tip some industries, some businesses into a new frame of mind and a new operating system sooner rather than later. Hey, we're not there yet, but I believe that good leaders are going to keep it simple in a complex time and they're going to get over the line and they're going to lead their people to the new place. So reflecting on the entire situation, if you had to leave behind one instruction, one playbook item for business leaders as they face the realities of social distancing and the realities of working remotely uh, and how that's changing both culture and the dynamics of their workflow, what would it be? Okay. So as you know, my book is called The Simplicity Principle. I would follow the maxim that the late great Maya Angelou taught me personally when I was in my 20s, 
which is keep it simple, sweetie. The keep it simple principle is in fact an American design principle from the 1930s and 40s uh, in aerospace and uh, the military. Lives are saved by simplicity. Keep it simple. Just focus on the priorities. Let's get through each day, one day at a time. Let's get through this problem now. Let's move on to the next. Cut out the complexity. This is the time to keep it simple and keep it compassionate. Be caring towards each other. Be understanding towards each other and be clear. So that's what I would say. Keep it simple, keep it compassionate and keep it clear. All right, uh, Julia Hobsbawm, uh, thank you so much for taking time to join uh, from across the pond. And uh, I, I know you're My facing pleasure. the same things we're facing here in the States and we're facing what you're facing. So I wish you the very best of luck. Stay well, stay safe. And likewise, back to you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I hope there was value in this podcast episode, which you can take to your business. We'd love to know your feedback and anything else you'd like to hear about. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network and on Twitter at Mouth Media Shows. You can also find us at MouthMediaNetwork.com. For now, a big thank you to all of the experts who have joined us on this podcast series. And from all of us at Mouth Media, we hope you will be safe, healthy, and that you and your business will weather this health emergency successfully. I'm Mark Rako. This podcast is produced by Mouth Media Network, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. The opinions heard may not necessarily represent those held by Mouth Media Network, open source business, or anyone associated. Music